and welcome back to the Timbers from the Spot podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Tyler. And we have a new season of Timbers soccer. Timbers are back. And it's in the CONCACAF Champions League. First time in a while. First yeah. time since they won the MLS Cup. Yeah, the year actually, after yeah. That. yeah. First, yeah. Um, still confusing how some teams make it in, I'll be honest. They're yeah. going to end this year again. Like, why is Atlanta in the Champions League again? Yeah. But I mean, we're not here to talk about I that. Guess I guess they won. I guess but they I mean, won. I guess, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, fair enough. What was but, their showing, though? That was... What a weird yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> but the Timbers, <laughs> we were watching the draw. We were we were hoping for, you know, all the, there was like the, the top teams and the bottom teams, you know, it was kind of like, you didn't really care who you got from the bottom teams. You just didn't yeah. want... I think there was one Mexican team in the bottom team in the bottom group oh, that yeah, you just didn't really I can't want. I not remember exactly who it was. But yeah, there was yeah. not much, much to worry about. Yeah, pretty much everybody yeah. else. We got uh, Marathon, Yeah. who, you know, had won... Their league, I think it was, or they won a league or won the cup. I they, something to get in. Yeah, we'll we'll say that. And then they um, well, and then they yeah. had to play a bunch of qualifying rounds and such. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this may or may not come up later. But then the second round was drawn, and we have to play Club America if we made it through. Yeah, which I'm excited about the prospect of that one. I'm excited about the prospect of it too. But I'm just, I just wish we'd gotten someone better. Yeah, it like it's a good draw to have in terms of like. Watching it is going to uh-huh. be a great watch. Yeah. And, like, Club America come to Providence Park, like, with fans, it's going to be great, hopefully, uh-huh. if we can get to that level. But first, we got we got to talk about this first leg. Yeah. Because going into this game, you look at CD Marathon's record in the last year. What have they won? Two games two this Two games year. this calendar year. Yeah. Since 2021 started, they've won two games. Like, yeah. So you go into this game and you see this, and you're like, okay, Timbers coming off a, I would say, fairly good season. Right? I mean, not the best. Yeah. But, I mean, you win MLS is back. I mean, not a deep run, but, you know, it's like, okay, this should be fairly easy going and get business done. Yeah. And, you know, there was, like, the slight concern of fitness, but you figured that this team should beat, this team is much more talented than Marathon, even with, you know, fatigue and whatnot, or I guess not fatigue, but not having match fitness. Yeah. Do you figure it would be a much easier game than what it actually was? And it probably should have been. It really should. I mean, the you, the Timbers, the front office, Geo, they talked about before this game and going into this season, and the emphasis is going to be put on the Champions League this season. Mm-hmm. So you know that they're coming into this game, and like this is a very important game. Like They're not going into this game thinking, oh, it's the first game of the season. It's not MLS yet. It's a little warm-up game. Like, yeah. They're going into this game to win this game. Yes, very and much so. I think you see the first couple minutes of this game, and it looks like... Prime Timbers from the middle of last season. It looks like we were. It looked like we were gonna blow them out of the water. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, Marathon had the ball for like five minutes in the first twenty. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it, but I mean, let's talk about the pitch for a second. That was shocking. Oh, that was yeah. Did somebody forget to mow? I, I it, don't understand. You can see divots in the pitch. Yeah. You, you you lost their boots when they'd take a step. You couldn't even see them. Yeah, the ball <laughs> would just like kind of sink in the pitch yeah. a little bit. It was shocking. Yeah, you had to you had to put you had to put your foot through the ball to get a solid like ball on the ground going. Yeah, which is like crazy. <laughs> or and, yeah, and it wasn't. Even, it's not even Marathon's home stadium. That is the stadium of Honduras. That is where their national team yeah, plays the, and everything. The best stadium in Honduras with grass like that. I mean, I guess that's an advantage. Maybe if they, I don't know how marathons. I would guess it's probably the same know. because they seemed very like up to it because there were multiple times there was one. I think later in the game, it didn't really amount to anything, but Marathon played a long ball over the top, and Mabiala kind of just, like, stands there, 
and he thinks the ball is going to go out. In fact, anybody watching it thinks the ball is going to go yeah. out. But there you see a marathon player run, start running at the ball mm -hmm. because he knows the ball's just going to die and not make it out. Yeah. And so he gets it and kicks it off Mabiala yeah, and so it goes yeah. out of bounds. And yeah. that's just a really interesting scenario because on a normal pitch on at Providence Park next week, that ball is going out of bounds. Oh, yeah. I think playing on turf next week, Timbers are used to that. Marathon, I'm assuming, is not going to be used to that. So that's going to be a big adjustment for both teams, but I think for Marathon, it's going to be an even bigger adjustment. Yeah, I was saying Marathon is going to put a lot of balls out of bounds. Yeah, in the first couple of minutes, it's gonna they're going to be looking really sloppy, I would assume. They're going to look like what yeah. the Timbers look like. The Timbers didn't get enough on their passes. Marathon's going to get too much on their passes. Yeah, and there's a lot of balls, too, that they get underneath it and it just goes straight up and not out how they wanted it to. So then it just goes straight up, and, I mean, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, yeah but I mean... It, and overall, of course, you know, if if you didn't watch the game and you're listening to us, you probably thought we lost. Uh, the Timbers yeah, drew. No, yeah. The no, Timbers it, drew, and it wasn't, and it was two away goals. It's two two with two away goals. Yeah, it's still an advantage. But I mean, we really should have won that game. Yeah, I think I will say for the first game of the season, the team looked very good in the best moments of this game. Yeah. And I think let's go through the lineup now. Actually. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Clark in goal is expected. Bravo and Van Rankin mm -hmm. out on the out at the backs, yep. which was also expected. Dupark, Rabiala, nothing surprising there. Diego Chara at CDM, of course. Man had doesn't another birthday and showed that <laughs> he, he got better. He doesn't age. <laughs> he got better? Question mark. <laughs> he is insane. Did not look tired at all. Meanwhile, Eric Williamson, who was somewhat of a surprise start because Paredes had been getting all the starting action yeah, in the preseason. Meanwhile, the young, spry Eric Williamson looked exhausted by he like did. the seventieth minute. Yeah, he very much needed that Paredes up very much earlier. Which I, it's almost maybe because he hadn't been playing as much in preseason. Yeah. Which um, that's another thing that we can talk about too is the fact that we didn't get to see any of the preseason, mm -hmm. and uh, that was annoying. And we didn't get to see anything. We didn't get to see any of the trialists. So we don't really know the identity of. Yeah, some we of the know four one of them was Duval. Yeah. That was it. Um, and he's not back. No. So. Yeah. yeah. And then you had Esprit out left, Diego Valeri in the middle, Gimitar out right, and Felipe Mora up top. And that was one of the big, bigger questions I'd asked was which side would Gimitar be standing on, be uh, starting on, because last season he built a great connection with Viafania out mm -hmm. on the left. And so I wondered if the Timbers were going to keep him on the left or move him back to the right, which is what he started out with in the MLS's back tournament. And it looked like Gio decided to put him back out right, which makes sense because eventually when Blanco comes back, Blanco's out left. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, I mean, everybody looked good, except for Aspria. Yeah. Aspria looked poor throughout the whole game. Yeah, and I think... He missed reason, a lot of chances. Yeah, he did. Um, and I don't know if he can necessarily put it all down to the pitch on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a couple of misses that he had that... Well, there's a couple of misses just in general that the Timbers had early in the game, mm -hmm. too. Um, that should have been goals. But, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Aspria had multiple chances to add that third goal, and... A win 3-2 with three away goals is all but done. I mean, that's, yeah, that's basically... I mean, I'm still, I, I, I still think the series is all but done. I think that I think it'd be shocking yeah, think, if Marathon came back and somehow won. Yeah, going back to Providence Park with fans... That, that's going to be a great game. Yeah, I the Timbers see the Timbers. better get hyped for that. Yeah, I would think they would be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, I do want to say, too, the outside backs, Bravo and Van Rankin, I thought they looked very good. Yes. In their first games. I mean, they, um, we'll just go ahead and break down the first goal right yeah, now. Yeah. But Van Rankin makes this run from, he gets the ball right back, and he makes this run all the way to the middle, 
linking up with Williamson in the middle, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. He was played it to like Williamson in the middle. Williamson played it back. He plays it to Bravo, who's in his left back spot. Bravo plays it right back to him. Van Rankin makes a run yeah. down the left side and then puts it in for Mora. And then Mora gets it down with one foot and then puts it away. A little yeah. close to the keeper, close, but, but I mean, you know, it, it had in. enough power on it yeah. in enough direction that it eventually went in. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And Van Rankin looked great. I think that it's two guys that like to get forward, mm-hmm. and that's how the Timbers want them to play. Yes. So it works really well with this system. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Yeah. And they're both I, very solid defensively mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah, we you didn't see much of Bravo just in terms of I think most of the Portland play was down the right side. Yeah, I would. And so you saw a yeah. lot of Van Rankin. You didn't see a lot of Bravo, but Bravo looked solid in his moments that he had. Yeah. I think, I can't remember, there was one defensive moment where Bravo looked a little shaky, but I'm just going to put that up to, you know, just like it being the start of the season. Yeah, there's getting a lot into of the system. I mean, the defense in general was a little bit shaky. Yeah, um, I, I mean, yeah. An odd-looking, like, stopper-sweeper kind of system was going on for some of the first half, where Zupark was sitting way back. Yeah, um, which was very interesting because, yeah. well, I think because Marathon realized that, you know, you can't play through balls on this field. Yeah. So they were just putting in balls over the top. I think and so I that. think that's why yeah. Dupark was back there is just to try to block those, mm-hmm. which, you know, makes a lot of sense because, I mean, Dupark was basically just like, like, it, I mean, Steve Clark might have just been able to like, he was basically where like a, like a Neuer would have been. Like Dupark was where, mm-hmm. a, yeah. where like Neuer would have been and mm-hmm. just decided that put Dupark there and then leave technically like three in the back and then put someone in behind basically. him, which was really weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah, the, the, t- the back line looked solid up until the first goal for Marathon. Yeah, that was way too easy. Yeah. Way too easy. He I was mean, wide open in front of the goal. Let's, I mean, let me let me just go through this. It played, the ball is in the middle. It's played down the left. And Van Rankin is doing a good job of just kind of staying with him. And then the guy's just unmarked in the middle. Zupard yeah. kind of just, like, follows him in his initial, like, short, tiny, faint run to the near post, and then just completely loses him back post. Yeah. Mabiala's up at the penalty spot. <laughs> he kind of just drifts off of Zupark, and he's wide open. Yeah. And nobody recognizes it, I think. Yeah, because Mabiala is marking a man that makes him way outside the box, and so he when he comes back in, he's back at the penalty spot. Bravo doesn't get over from the left yeah. side because, realistically, there should be a center back there, so yeah. he doesn't it's have to get over. It's not his job to be there, yeah. Yeah, but... I'm. Because, I mean, they scored, like, right after the Timbers. It yeah, was, like, it was three, quick. four minutes. Yeah. Which, yeah, it, it was just a bad, I guess, not, it's not even a lapse in judgment. I think it's just a not recognizing that he was drifting off and he was wide open. Mm-hmm. Which, that's happened before um, with the defense, I think, last season. Towards the beginning of the season, especially, we saw that. Yeah. Um, it's just something that the defense, it's going to get cleaned up, stuff like that, as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. But... So I guess it's good to get stuff like that out of the way now, <laughs> early in the season, I guess. But yeah, I, I guess so. I guess. I mean, it's still not, it's not that, yeah. That goal not good, but Basically, not good by any means. that goal means. should not happen. No. Yeah, yeah that, goal should, that goal should be one of the last things that happens. But yeah. then, you know, you go into halftime and it's okay. You know, you'll take 1-1, one, one, you'll take, and it's like, can the Timbers keep this going? Because now it hits the question of, like, fitness, because... Marathon's been playing this whole time. Yeah, they're in the middle they're of in their the, season. Yeah, they're in the middle of their yeah. season. Can the Timbers get it up for the last 45? And coming out at the start, it really didn't look like it. No. I mean, early in the 53rd minute, 
Marathon whips in a free kick, wide open header that Steve Clark makes a wonderful save he on. He played great in this game. Steve he Clark, had a lot of saves. Steve Clark looked great. Yeah. And then you know the Portland finally gets this chance in the 58th minute. Valeri is 35. He's out. He's out. 35 yards. I I jokingly said he's gonna shoot this, and and you were like, no. Yeah, I thought You're that was like, no way. Like, that's no, no way, way that's gonna happen. And then he shoots it. Oh, El perfect. El Maestro. <laughs> right under the crossbar. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it goes it goes up into the top left corner. The keeper gets a hand on it that dinks it onto the crossbar, the cross or to the crossbar, which knocks it right against his back and rolls it. That's a valerian goal. Sorry. Sa- yeah, it's sadly, sadly that is an own goal That's in terms goal. of stat book. Come on. But oh man, what a shot to yeah. put that sort of pressure on. Valerian still got it. Yeah, Valerian Diego Chara. <laughs> yep. They just don't age. <laughs> yeah. They do not age. <laughs> gonna keep going yeah yeah and then that's something that i hope doesn't continue but again like right after that goal marathon had all the pressure again and nine minutes later marathon gets it down the right gets it right in the middle and takes a little deflection off of van rankin i I think it was shot off yeah he's like sliding down somehow sneaks it in it looked like every bottom left corner and then he gets a shot off (laughs) yeah and at that point you you kind of want you don't know what the Timbers are going to do because it's a 70th minute. They're starting to look tired. Do you yeah. play for the draw? Do you go for the win in that third away goal but risk getting counterattacked because that's what both goals had been so far. Mm-hmm. And I think the Timbers kind of started going for a draw. I think they did still like try to get some attack going forward, but I still think it was really smart for them to at, go for a draw in this moment. But I mean in the 81st minute on a corner, they have another free header. Clark makes another oh, incredible yeah. save. I mean Clark saved us again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Clark saved us a couple times in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, honestly, yeah, it was the counterattacking in this game that mm-hmm. kind of killed us. Um, and, and then the fitness at the end. Uh, yeah, and even the counterattacking comes to a bit of fitness. Yeah, no, yeah, it does. Because the transition from mm-hmm. being in that scoring position to getting back and having to defend, is yeah. just weren't ready for it. But also, I will say with the long grass like that, too, it, I mean, it is tougher mm-hmm. in long grass like that. And it takes up more energy. Yeah. But, eh, yeah. I'm not too worried about the fitness necessarily in terms of, like, going forward. Because that's going to get fixed in a couple weeks. Yeah, easily. And I think, yeah, yeah, I think if we were playing, like, if if we had a harder team in the first round, I'd be a little more worried about fitness. But we can use these two games to prepare. And then we have the MLS game. Yeah. And then we have more Champions League, more MLS games that we'll be fit for by then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, coming into the beginning of MLS, I would expect, like, full fitness. Yeah. And I think by then, too, Blanco hopefully is back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blanco made the trip with them to Honduras. Yeah, he was on the bench. I was kind of surprised I thought he'd be on the bench. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, yeah that, that was the thing we should talk about. The bench was whew, lacking, quite... Lacking. Quite, um... <laughs> you had Anton... Atanella, of course, yeah. he's, he's not going to touch the field. You have Academy player Jome, who got mm-hmm. in... He did. ...for a little bit at left wing... For about, there. for about like one minute. Yeah. One, two minutes. Yeah, I can really tell. And then you this. have Paredes, who surprisingly only got like, I think it was like, yeah, you only got like four or five minutes. Yeah, which is, this is in a situation I wish we could have seen some preseason to know why he almost got the start over Williamson. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, going coming out of last season, it was like, okay, Williamson is miles ahead of Paredes right now. Yeah. And for them to all of a sudden be like, oh, Paredes is, like, I saw like many predictions saying Paredes is going to start in this game. Yeah. And it's like, well, 
why? Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I I said there were there were two sort of like scenarios, two in which that would have happened, and one of them is insanely good, and one of them is really bad. And I was like, either Williamson degressed to Paredes's level, which mm-hmm. is which would not have been a good thing, yeah. or Paredes progressed to Williamson's level, which is a great thing. Yeah. So we'll hope that that. But I I mean Williamson looked great. Yeah, I thought he looked good early in the game. He yeah. did a great job of intercepting passes, going in for tackles. He had that one thing, he had the bot in the box where he flicked it up and then almost oh, hit it off ball. Oh, I wish he if scored If he that. had scored that, oh, that would have been incredible. That would have been so nice. But he, he looked really good. I know, Gio had said before the game too, that's one of the main reasons why he, he played him in this game over Paredes is because of his ball control. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming he knew with the conditions that ball control is going to be pretty important in this game. Yeah. And, I mean, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess... Good job, Gio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then off the bench you also had Tuiloma, uh, Bonilla, who came in for who came in about the seventieth yeah, minute for Bravo. Bravo. Correct, yeah. Then you have Zambrano, and then you have Laria, who also came in for Gimichara. Mm-hmm. But I am I I still I kind of understand why at the end with the formation change. But Chara should not have been the one that came out. It should have been Espria. Chara yeah. looked good. Aspria didn't. He looked good, but I think what they were planning the whole time was to move Aspria up top because there is not anybody else on the bench that's going to play up top. No. For Mora. Yeah. So I think that's got to be what they were planning. But I mean, you still got to take into account if Jimmy's playing better, like. Yeah. <laughs> give him the chance to keep playing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we should also note that another big player, either uh, that would have started or come off the bench, that's a big player, is Andy Polo, mm-hmm. who. His reason listed for out was paperwork. <laughs> I, can, I, I think it was, yeah, he's got his green card or he's like, he's going to get it. They just couldn't yeah. pro- get it processed in time for him so, to come down. Yeah, here. so he's stuck in Peru with uh, Rui Diaz right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they said he should be available for Tuesday, barring yeah, which that would no be, setbacks. That'd be great. He'll start, nice. I would think. Yeah. Over um, Espria. Mm-hmm. But. Which. That would be nice because then you can bring Esprit off the bench, and I think Esprit is much better. Esprit is much better off the bench. Mm-hmm. And He's, then, because yeah. then off the bench you can have Esprit, Paredes, Blanco. Blanco, hope I think Blanco's gonna be on the bench at Portland. I think. Oh, if you oh if he comes on. Oh, I, he's playing. That'd be I, so hype. I think he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to make an appearance. Probably only like five, ten minutes at the end of the game. But if yeah. he was close in this game, yeah. I think. In yeah, hopefully week, we're beating them by enough to where it's like he can bring on Blanco for a little bit, get him a little fit. Yeah, and I, he'll be at home, mm-hmm. and they'll be training at home again. I, I just, I think he'll get, at least on the bench. Yeah. We'll and then maybe a Bobasi is fit by then. Maybe, hopefully. A Bobasi missed with a, ham- yeah. a hamstring, I think it was. Yes. Uh, do you think a Bobasi starts... Any, I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think a Bobasi starts. No, if he's completely fit. If he's completely fit over more, I right still now. don't think a Bobasi starts. Wow, you think? I think. I think. I think they do like sixty thirty. Okay. I yeah. think just because a Bobasi like was out for like I think it was one two weeks at least of training. Yeah, yeah. And just because he like missed that time, and I think, I I don't know. It's so hard like to tell early in the season. Yeah, you never know. It's so tough then, I mean, when Nesgoda gets back. Like, what are they even going to do? That's three starting caliber forwards. Oh, I, I, can't, mean, I can't wait to have that problem. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's a great problem to have, but, like, got to play them all at some point, right? I mean. Yeah, and I think that's the point where, you know, you can start getting more rest for Blanco and Valeri. Yeah. Is by some games moving a Bobasi to wing, and then mm-hmm. taking Blanco out, or some games having a Bobasi wing, moving Blanco to Cam and taking Valeri yeah. out. Yeah, that's what I would. That's I think that's probably going to be a major 
um, rotation this season is mm-hmm. sliding Blanco. Even for starting some games, I would think Blanco would start at Cam for Valeri um, so that at least two of them can play. Because, I mean, that's is not going to be back until summer. Yeah. If I, I think is what I've seen. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I would, that, that's about the timeline for it. Yeah. So that's enough time for one of the two, either Mora or Bobasi, to prove themselves to be the starting striker at that point. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't even know when he gets back. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, Mora didn't have the strongest showing also yesterday. He had the goal, yeah. but he also had a couple opportunities that he should have shot and didn't. And then yeah. also should have like had a better shot. I thought he was he was causing some problems though for their back line. Oh I, yeah, I definitely. Thought. But so, I think he could have done more. Yeah, I think it's more of the final, like, what like his final decisions mm-hmm. or. That's finishing. that's why I think it, at but, home on Tuesday he's gonna do a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he wasn't really on the ball too much either in this game. No. Yeah, it was more just like, kind of like hold up. Yeah, which then, I don't know if that's really his game. No, so, it's it's more target man, which is exactly what his goal was. Yeah. Was crossed into him at the middle. Mm-hmm. He brought it down with one foot and put it home. Yeah, yeah. So I would expect him to play more like that, or the team to play into him more like that mm-hmm. in the next game. But, yeah. I mean, there was so much I was affected by the pitch in this game. Like, Oh, yeah, <laughs> it, for sure. Like, almost every aspect of this game. So... It's some of the stuff. It's like it's kind of hard to tell, honestly, mm-hmm. how it's going to go in the future, and how they're going to progress. But yeah, but I it should should look a lot better. I would because they're going to be back on pitch um, they've played on a lot, yeah, which is turf, um, so. short turf. Yeah, so I'm assuming Marathon hasn't played on turf in a long time, if ever. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, seeing the best Honda in field, I hate to see the like yeah, like their stadium. I wonder yeah. what their stadium looks like. Or like yeah. one of the worst teams in the Honduras League stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably yeah. Because I mean, they showed pictures of the stadium and it had like barbed wire. Yeah. The benches looked. It's probably a pretty intimidating place to be. Unappealing. Oh yeah, as it an away looks fan. Like, yeah, if you were an away fan yeah. going there and it was packed with yeah. home fans. Yeah. I, but, I almost wouldn't want to go. Yeah, no, I know uh, the broadcasters for this game were talking about it, too. How, like, um, I, I think it was Stu Holden in this game, mm-hmm. um, talking about playing and how being in that atmosphere is, like, such an experience yeah. that they don't get, which is almost an advantage to the Timbers in this case because it'd be a huge disadvantage to go into that environment. Yeah. With, I mean, there'd be away fans, but yeah. there's not as many in the Timbers Army going to Honduras. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be interested to see like how much how many Timbers fans would actually like go to Honduras. I can't, oh, I can't remember which one it was. There were fans last time the Timbers were in the Champions League, and it was in um, oh they played yeah they played Saprissa, so that was in Costa Rica, and there were fans in Costa Rica, so <laughs> there there would have been fans there. Yeah, for sure. But not not enough to. Yeah. Many. And I think I think that's a different conversation is I think CONCACAF should have made a ruling. I, I think CONCACAF probably should have said no fans at all. Just because yeah. it gives that unfair advantage, especially with a home and an away tie, is yeah. because especially since away goals matter, is because the Timbers play in this like practice environment where they have no pressure from mm-hmm. fans. But meanwhile when Honduras comes, it's gonna be a host 
like obviously not like super hostile, but you know, yeah, it's going to be I a mean, more hostile environment than an empty definitely, stadium. Yeah, I mean, what is it going to be? Six thousand, I think. Fans? Yeah, or I think so. I think. Something around that. Yeah. Which I mean, in Providence Park, it's not going to be a ton. It's only twenty five percent, but it's still going to be enough to create an atmosphere, especially yeah. the first. Oh, game. it's going to be first loud. live game. It yeah. It, it, there's it, there's going to be noise in there, and mm-hmm. it's going to be. It's definitely going to be an advantage to the Timbers for mm-hmm. sure in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I I think Marathon's going to be like, I think it's going to be like shell shock for them. You know? <laughs> yeah. They well, I wonder if they've been playing with fans in their league. I would I w- assume. I wouldn't not. think so yeah. because if because at first I was like I want I I asked that question before the game I was like I wonder if Concacaf was like no fans but then I remember the Timbers are going to have fans at their game. Yeah. So the fact that there, there wasn't be. fans means that Honduras probably isn't allowing fans. Yeah, I mean, it's the same for MLS, though, too, where, like, you can go now to Texas, Austin, Dallas, they're going to be full yeah. going into the season. And, I mean, in a place like Portland, Seattle, you have 25%. Like, Yeah, I think I think in terms of, like, league play, that's a little more different than a, yeah, a two-legged, like a mat, two-legged yeah. home-away knockout sort of thing. Because that creates such, like, more advantage than just a season yeah. game. And also, I, will, I think by the time it gets to playoffs at the end of the summer, it'll be... Almost full capacity would be my guess. Yeah, for with pretty vaccinations for anybody coming out, and I, I think it would be almost full capacity. Yeah. So because I mean, maybe not anybody long, over but. the age of sixteen in Portland, Oregon, at least right now, is eligible. I think and that's the whole U.S. That's going to be the whole U.S. It's the middle of April. Yeah. I mean, some yeah, some places are already like already had that for like a good bit, and yeah. so they've already got people vaccinated and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. I, the Texas Rangers MLB team had a com- like almost a crazy. full stadium. They had thirty five thousand or something. Forty. Forty. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Insane. And now, obviously, most of those people aren't vaccinated. Yeah. And no, they weren't no, really wearing yeah, masks. No mask. But I, I actually, I mean, Texas has like, actually, I, I can't remember if they have a good vaccination rate or not. But I mean, someone like Portland, somewhere like Portland has a, a it's gotta be better high. vaccination. Rate. But that's also why, because it's Portland, we might not have as high of attendance as other not not attendance in terms yeah. of like people come wanting to come to the game but in terms of like allowing but because, i think like as yeah. more vaccinations happen and as the games go through that like they will because i mean right now they're only selling tickets for like a month or two at a time yeah i think it's for like a month right now mm-hmm. and then after the month they'll look at it and go can we add more fans is the vaccination percentage high enough mm-hmm. did we do a good enough job of cleaning everything and stuff like that did we yeah. do a good enough job of making it safer the 25 percent can we go up to 50 and then after that month can we stay at 50 go up to like 60 70 75 when can we go back up to 100 percent? which i i don't know if that'll be this season that that would be crazy if it was 100 percent attendance by the end of the season i i yeah then that's great, why at least with like oregon i don't know if that'll be by that's the end why of the yeah season. But i like think here in seattle 75 percent yeah maybe i think is like a better goal in terms of by the end of the season because I mean, when does the season end if it'll be over in like end of the summer yeah yeah so cause, yeah with a short playoff schedule um it'll be probably september october would be my guess yeah yeah i i could i could see cases both where it would be 75 percent and or 100 percent yeah i think it's going to be high much yeah. higher than it is now that's for sure mm-hmm. which would be great just to be able to go to games yeah is great but yeah yeah I mean, that's yeah <laughs> but I, it, it's just really hard because again you know it's it's such a like a fluid situation is because if the timbers have one one COVID outbreak at like one per like one staffer it's mm-hmm. COVID one 
person contact traces COVID at the game. Yeah. It's Everything it's shut down. Zero percent. Which I don't know if they'd even do that in other places. Yeah. Like in Texas, I don't think that they do that. Yeah, in Texas, they'd just be like, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll paint a little better. Yeah. But in Portland, it's done. Yeah. It's over. It's back to zero percent. Mm-hmm. One case is yeah. probably all it would take. Uh, yeah, I would think so. If there, yeah, if there's fans at the game, mm-hmm. and then they, yeah, um, which is that be that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> but. Right. One last note before we quickly give our lineup predictions and score predictions for the next season. For anybody who was for next season, <laughs> nice. for next game, uh, for anybody who was watching the game on Fox Sports One, <laughs> the graphics were a bit shaky. It was Bayern Munich versus Werder Bremen. Yeah, so I guess the Timbers are now Werder Bremen. I think they were. Yeah, they were Bremen. Yeah, yeah, they were. And then, Bremen. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, and it, yeah, it show, they scored and they showed Bremen, and I was like. Wait a second. Yeah, it seemed like they fixed it, and then it happened again, and they showed Bayern for the second goal. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. That was. And I'm pretty sure that game happened a long time ago. That was a that was a Ver- while ago. Bayern. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Because it would have been on FS1, which is what the game was on. Yeah. So. Um, let me let me look yeah. at when that happened. That was March 13th. Oh, March 13th. It has been almost a month. Oh wait, it's yeah no it's yeah April it's 7th. Said, yeah it's April that the game was on the sixth right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah, that's just funny. We, we kind of already talked about lineups just a tiny bit, but I mean, Clark, Bravo. Um, actually, you think Benia gets in as a start? No, no. I think right. it's going to be, they're going full strength. Yeah. I mean, because they, they just got to win. True. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Suparic, Mabiala, Van Rankin, Chara, Williamson, I think, yeah, still starts. Think, yeah. And then I, I think if you have Polo. I think you start him. Yeah, pull is an option, pull is in. Valeri, Chara, Mora. Yeah, basically the same lineup as Polo. Yeah, but then the bench looks much better with Bobasi, hopefully. Yeah. Blanco, Aspria, Paredes, Bonilla. Yeah, that's like, you can trust people to come off the bench. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. in this game, you really only trusted Paredes, maybe. Paredes maybe, maybe Paredes, I didn't trust Paredes last season. Yeah, but... you trusted Bonilla. We'll yeah, Bonilla, that. yeah. But also Bonilla was... And outside back, and that's not you want someone yeah. more like yeah in the attacking and you know and we have, we haven't seen enough from uh, Joe May right? Joe May yeah yeah so and we, you really couldn't assess anything from like the two, two minutes. three minutes he yeah played. I mean he had a couple good touches but yeah <laughs> not much to it yeah but yeah right. score, score prediction go uh, let's see I'm gonna go three one. Dude, that's so, what I that's what I was thinking. A little five four or five four. Nice five five three and <laughs> five three. Yeah. I'll I'll go with I'll go with three three zero. Oh, three zero. Three, just because I don't want to go. Out. Just just because I don't. I'm not going through one. Through okay, yeah, fair enough. But yeah. All right. Uh oh, it should point out the Timbers did concede a goal in the last 15 minutes of a half. Oh yep. Something. Yep. Luckily, it was the <laughs> first half and not the second half. Yeah. Yeah, good thing it didn't happen in the second half. They brought that Sorry. up on the broadcast. I was mad. I thought yeah. they were going to. I thought they <laughs> they were about, thought they were about to jinx they the did. Timbers. <laughs> I mean, that was like everybody was alluring to that. It was like, don't, don't do the thing you did last season, please. Yeah. please. Everybody knows, yeah. <laughs> but luckily they didn't. They, luckily they, they didn't. didn't. Yeah, that would have been bad if we yeah. lost that game. So. Yeah, but yeah, again, it was like it was a okay draw. Yeah, we'll take it, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't a draw you wanted, but it's a draw you'll take. Yeah, that's a good way to describe (laughs) it. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and go Timbers.